This is Sounds on Vinyl, the podcast that celebrates the best rock, metal, and punk music on vinyl. And now, here's Mike and Phil. Hey, hey, everyone. Welcome to the Sounds on Vinyl show. My name is Phil Boyer, and on the other side of that vast blue ocean is Mike Svensson. Hey, Mike, how's it going over there in Sweden? Hey, buddy. It's going really well, actually. Uh, there's a lot of activity going on there over the, on the Instagram vinyl community, man. I'll tell you, I got, we got a shitstorm with that Aussie thing. <laughs> I, I tell you, man. I tell you. You, you, got, you got people splitting, splitting half, but, but it's, 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 it's really cool if, if we only go to the core of what it's all about, it's the music and it's Aussie. And even though he, he, um, he releases this album, he's, he's still out there doing it. And, and people are going, uh, striding away from it, going, oh, you remember? Do you remember this album? Do you remember this one? Do you got this one? I got this on, on, uh, on uh, an original U.S. print and, and so forth. And we're talking, of course, about Blizzard of Oz and Dire of Mad Men and so forth. And uh, actually, a friend of mine, his, um, his go-to record is, is the tribute with, uh, with Randy Rhodes. So we talked mm-hmm. a lot about that. So that's, uh, that's pretty cool. And, and of course, Metallica. I mean, it, it seems like those bands go hand in hand. It's a lot of talk about Metallica these days and, and, and Aussie too. So mm. it's, it's pretty cool. Um, you should check it out on, over there on Instagram. So if you're not following Sounds on Vinyl over on Instagram, you want to get your ass over there and make that shit happen. Because I know you want to be involved in everything that, that's going on over there. And you don't want to miss out on all the kick-ass fun that's happening over there. So open up that damn Instagram app and follow Sounds on Vinyl. Go do it right now. We'll wait. We'll wait. Go ahead. Do you it. got it? All right, good. All right, tonight, Mike, I know Mike's, he's, he's excited as hell right now, aren't you, Mike? Oh, you should only know, man. <laughs> <laughs> because we're going back to 1976, and we're going to talk about one of Mike's all-time favorite bands. And if you've listened to this show for any length of time, you're going to know who that is. Of course, it is none other than Kiss. So, released on March 15th, so pretty much right on time about, how many years ago is that? 70, I can't do the math. 44 years ago, this record. Yeah, something like that. Um, They released their fourth studio album, which is called Destroyer. That's right. It uh, was their third album to reach in the top 40, but the first to chart in Germany and in New Zealand. It went gold in 1976 and was certified platinum later that year in 1976. It peaked at number 11 on the Billboard 200. And like it or not, the song Beth was the fourth single from the album, and that peaked at number seven and was Kiss's first top 10 hit. So, Mike, let's talk about that elephant in the room, Beth. (laughs) Beth. We hear yeah. you calling, and <laughs> you don't want to. So, so good song or bad song? <laughs> what can I say from that introduction, man? <laughs> Put me on the spot right there. Put uh, you on the spot. 
Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's um, I I dig the song. I can't help it. It especially when you, when you see, because so I I got to to witness that on on the reunion shows when when Peter did it live, and uh, of course they tried to to um, to do it with uh, with the orchestra uh, live, but but it's it's it it didn't work. It it became they they tried it at rehearsal or something like that but it didn't work so i'm i'm so glad that they they uh, pre-recorded the, all all the symphony stuff and and he sings to a, to the back track and and i i think it's a good song um it's it's not the best but it's it has its moments it's when when you you're a a kiss kissner like me it's it's a part of the show it, it should always be in there, um, at least when when Peter was in the band. Nowadays, I I, I just don't know, but but who cares? I I like the song. Yeah. Let's go with that. Well, let's just say for me, when Beth calls, I'm letting that shit go to voicemail. All right. <laughs> of course. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I couldn't I couldn't handle that song, and it was one of those songs. It's that oh it's kiss it's such a great song all the girls liked it so of course as a guy you had to pretend to like it to get close to the girls and all that <laughs> and it was like oh come on can't you girls listen to better stuff can't you have some like can't you like detroit rock city or something come on <laughs> <laughs> have some decency for christ sake. yeah come on <laughs> uh. oh man well, uh, Destroyer for me is uh, if we go back to 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 what we're talking about here. Um, since I I was way too young to experience Kiss at first hand in in the early seventies, uh, Destroyer is one of those albums that uh, you gotta love as a Kiss fan. I remember hearing it right after I discovered them on on Kiss Alive. Uh, and I always loved the cover art. I, I, I could could stare it for like hours and handle mm-hmm. and, and, and checking everything out from, from all the burning buildings and, and, and stuff. And, and, uh, and it's, I had to go out and buy this album right away. Uh, and me and my friend, I remember me and my friend used to sit and listen to all the Kiss albums together. And and we we all got whacked out about which album came first since he, it, this was the early '80s and and all of the '70s albums that were available. So so we didn't know because I I mean well this album is released in 1976 and this also released in 1976 and this for what the hell is going on man? So we didn't know that they they released like two albums a year almost. So, so it's um, we we tend to to mix everything up, but it's it's all in good fun because I remember those seventies albums like it was yesterday, man. It it was mm-hmm. really cool. So yes. and and we and we started started like um, me and and one of my uh, one of my closest friends we we began to to uh, um, collect bootleg. Uh, bootleg albums and and I remember a bootleg called Destroys Anaheim from from Anaheim Stadium in in, in August of 1976 and mm. and when I first heard it it's it's a, a radio broadcast from the beginning I 
I think my album is sort of some sort of like a second generation down from the original Monster Tape or something like that. But I, I, I couldn't figure out why those songs from, from Destroyer sounded so different. I, 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 I couldn't, I mean, it's, it's so polished. Everything on Destroyer was so polished and, and, and I didn't know what, what was going on. Why aren't when you listen to it live and, and me and my friend were going back and forth with the, with the pickup going to listen to, to this, uh, this bootleg. And I later found out that it was really hard for the band to, to do what they did, they did in the studio live. And, and, uh, yeah, it was, it was crazy, but, but it's, it's, um, it's one of those memories. Mm-hmm. How about yeah, you? Kiss back in the in the seventies. That was that was the shit, man. That, yeah, that was some really great was. stuff. Yeah, for me, yeah. that's Kiss. Yeah, for me too. Ab- absolutely. From 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 nineteen seventy four or seventy three, because uh, I I like the the first demos they they ever did uh, up until like nineteen seventy nine. That that's my Kiss. But but then I got a period from from like Creatures of the Night and and. But that came later on, and and lick it up because I I was, I was like twelve years old when they released lick it up, and uh, and um, that was so confusing. But but <laughs> I, I I love the I love the music. I I mean, I mean I I I actually um, the year that I discovered Kiss was, I think it was between like nineteen seventy nine nineteen eighty. Uh, they just released, um, I think it was uh, Dynasty Unmasked, and 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 uh, they were about to release a new one, and uh, I, I didn't because I I couldn't understand English that well. So the the elder the the what what's that what's that all about the elder because we we knew. I mean, rock and roll over, destroyer, kiss alive, dress to kill, and the L. What's that? Anybody know what what that word is? And we had to look up, and we had to ask some some parents. Elder, I think it, when you're old. That mm-hmm. that's that's what we we figured it was because we didn't didn't know about any concept album or something like that. So so, but it's. Um, it's all a mishmash there between '79 yes. and 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 onwards, but but um, for so, me. So, what do you think about when they took off their makeup and started going a little more in a different direction musically? I mean, "Look I It mean, Up" was was kind of heavy, but it was still a little yeah, different. Yeah, uh, I mean, I just discovered Kiss some years before, and I'm I'm 12 years old when "Lick It Up" came out, so you can imagine. I didn't care. It was Kiss. Mm-hmm. I thought they were wacky looking. I I I remember it. <laughs> Put it back on. Put the makeup back yeah, on, please, yeah, please. Yeah, no. yeah. It, it was some something like that. And I, I I tried to. You got Jim with the tongue, and who's that guy? He's got some sort of like pink. Or, or a purple sweater on him, and it's, it was Vincent. <laughs> so, and I thought, wow, that's that guy's weird. Who's who is that? And we didn't know that they changed members. We didn't know anything about that. We didn't know that that. Uh, I, I mean, we we knew that that Peter Chris had, had 
had left uh, and they got a new drummer in Eric Carr, but we didn't know that, that they got a new guitarist and, and they, they were thinking about uh, all the stuff that came after, after uh, Lick It Up. And, and so we thought, oh, it's cool. So they're releasing this album without makeup and they're putting the makeup back on and doing, and no, they didn't. So it was it was a weird time growing up in the early eighties, but uh, mm. but it's kiss, it's kiss. You get you gotta take the 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 good with the bad. So, um, I, I I like lick it up. So so who am I? No, I actually think that's a pretty good record. Yeah, it really is. For for the the later kiss stuff, I I, I think that was I, I actually it's right up there with one of my favorite kiss records. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Mm-hmm. So you mentioned the artwork on Destroyer and how awesome yes. that was. Yes. We should talk about the dude that yes, we, we put have that to together. Yes. Thank you for, for letting me in and, and, and keeping my shit real. I met Ken Kelly yes. in Las Vegas together with my buddy, Phil Bohr, man. Yeah. Ken how Kelly. awesome was that? Yeah, it was, it was really cool. Ken Kelly, for, for those of you who don't know who he is, he, he was the guy that painted the, the, the cover art for Destroyer. And, uh, and he also did uh, some covers for Rainbow, Richie Blackmore's uh, band with, with Dio. And, and we met him, uh, 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 mo- <laughs> mostly me, but Phil was there too. But... Yeah. I was like a kid in a candy store. Oh my God, it's Ken Kelly. Holy crap. So we got to talk uh, and he was really, really nice. He, he understood yeah. that, that it, it's sort of like when, when you talk about Kiss and then, then you talk about stuff that, that you grew up with. Uh, I mean, Ken is one of those people that, that he's an older dude, but he, he was he was he was so mellow. He he knew. Oh my God! You were the guy who painted the Destroyer album. Yes, I know. I was there. <laughs> <laughs> and and but he was so cool. So I bought some original painting from him. Uh, of course, it's a, it's a copy, but still, it's he signed it for me. And uh, and because he there there was two cover arts that he did. Uh, one with a Kiss Alive costume that he did uh but uh because i i don't really know how the story goes but but i think that they are moving on to different uh outfits um uh even uh, at the beginning uh but he didn't know that they were changing outfits so so you had to redo the whole painting with the destroyer costumes instead but but i both i i actually um uh, both both of those paintings and and he signed it for me and it's it was a really cool guy and and uh, of course it was vegas and and the kiss mini golf so um Mm -hmm. yeah and in the next room (laughs) i i have to go there i have to go i'm so excited Uh, gene simmons was in the room uh, of course um, right next to us and he was signing the um, the vault the gene simmons vault the the didn't get to see him though no, no, we didn't get seen. We, we got they... to see the vault signed, though. Uh, yeah. So it was a big thing. It's, it's sort of like, how do you describe it on wheels? Uh, it's like a, um, what do you call it? A big a, chest. Uh, like a big chest, yeah. 
yeah. Not that it's kind crazy. of chess. Get your mind out of the gutter, people. <laughs> <laughs> but it, but it was really cool. It's a great place, and and it's all it's filled with memorabilia, so we kiss and and uh, and whatnot. So uh, I went a little nuts there and bought some stuff with me. Just a little nuts. Just a yes. little nuts. Yeah. Yes. If if you have not been to Vegas and hit this place, it's it's. And you're a Kiss fan. It is like being a kid in a candy store. It's got so much Kiss stuff. You'll, you'll really go crazy. Is. Yeah. You'll go crazy. And, uh, and you'll never and, uh, know who you might see there. We, no, we actually no. got to see Carrot Top because, I mean, he's yes, like the, one of the biggest celebrities <laughs> ever. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, who the hell is that? Oh, shit, that's Carrot Top. Oh, oh my god it's so funny because it's so funny uh, I, i'm i'm gonna g- give you a, a story people out there because i i uh, we we met up with uh with a friend of mine from sweden called martin and uh, he and i are, are both kiss nerds and and we're running around in 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 the kiss mini golf and 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 Phil is standing on the uh, on the siding and, and nodding his head, going, "What the hell are those guys doing?" And it was so much fun because uh, we're we're two kids from Sweden in a in a freaking candy store with Kiss memorabilia, uh, and we're buying books and 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 whatnot and and going ape shit. Of, uh, I I mean, it's it was so much fun. It was so much fun. That's a good trip right there. It was. That was a fun. It went by way too quick, but it was a blast. Yes. That yeah. Was a, it really that was, was so much fun. So much fun. Yeah. Definitely. So what, what's your what's your take on on the Destroyer album? What what did what did you uh, experience growing up and listening to to it? Well, see, after I saw um, Kiss on that Solid Gold show, I'm like, okay, I gotta yeah. like these guys are so crazy looking and their whole presence and everything. I gotta go check them out and. We were at the library one day because I used to, I grew up in a little suburb outside of Chicago in Illinois and it gets hot and humid there. So we, you know, us kids, we'd like be causing trouble in the neighborhood. And when we got hot, we'd go in the library to cool off because it was all air conditioned. And, you know, we like to go cause trouble in the library and all that fun stuff that kids do. And I realized that they had records, vinyl records that you could check out. I'm like, shit, I wonder if they've got Kiss. So I went and sure enough, they had Destroyer. So I went and grabbed that, checked it out, took it home, just cranked it, listened to it. And to this day, it's one of my favorite um, Kiss records. I really think it's a great record. But fast forward a couple months, we moved from Illinois to California and we're unpacking all our stuff. And what do I find? But this album that I checked out from the library and failed to return. (laughs) Taking stolen property over state lines. (laughs) Did 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 they ever uh, call from from the library in Chicago? Hey man, got Uh, something that belongs to us. I'm sure I've got like a hundred thousand dollar fine or some shit over there from overdue. (laughs) But hey. Oh, it's all worth it. <laughs> it's oh, worth it. A, but you oh, know what? Great. It's I, I lost half my albums on the move from uh, California to Idaho. I don't know. I lost. So I, I don't know where that record ended up. It, it's somewhere. Someone else has got it. So it's oh. their problem now. Now they've got stolen property. I don't have it. So. Yes. <laughs> 
Oh my God. That's yeah. a good story. So now I'm a felon for stealing Kiss Destroyer. <laughs> yeah. But what did you did you listen to uh, before Destroyer? Did you listen to to any of the um, uh, the earlier Kiss stuff? Yeah, I, I had heard some of the others because the the stuff on Solid Gold that was like more in the '80s, and I didn't really care for that. No, um, I forget what songs it was they played, but I, I I'm like these guys are kind of crazy looking. They look badass and everything, but this song just not it does, doesn't work for me yet. No. So that's when I started going back and heard some of the the older songs, you know, um, and then finally, this I think was one of the first that I actually got my hands on and listened to start to finish. But it's, it's, do you remember thinking that uh, it's, the, the sound is way different or, or did, did you, uh, you didn't care when you listened to it? You mean the quality or the, the, qu the quality? Yeah. You know, my ears weren't trained enough to really pay attention to that. No, me, me neither. I, I, I didn't I, pick up on that at all. No, no. I discovered it years later because it, it was, as I said before, when we listened to, to the bootleg from, from, from Anaheim, uh, we, we didn't know why it sounded. Um, I mean, the songs, if you listen to the songs, on the record and you listen to the, 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 the live uh, stuff that they do do from, from that same record. It's, it, it's, it's way different, but we, we didn't know, we didn't know anything about the sound quality and, 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 and whatnot. So it was years later that I, I found out why it sounded like it did. Cause uh, of course, they got the monster producer in Bob Esrin, uh, who worked with, with Alice Cooper and, and, and so forth. And, and he actually went, uh, there's a story that he went around the studio with, with um, one of the whistles that you have on, on a football game. It's called soccer. Yes, I know. In your no, it's actually book. called football, except in the United States, we have to call yes, it soccer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you because we have our concept. own football. <laughs> okay, so he has one <laughs> of those whistles, and and he he is he he's blowing in it when 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 the band isn't doing their parts, and he's is running around like a maniac, and and he actually didn't care if if people weren't going to show up, and and. Uh, and right there in in like 1976, Ace Frehley was one of those guys, and Peter Chris too. That well, I I don't feel I don't feel like it today, so I'm 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 gonna stay at home and drink some beers. And he didn't care, so he he put in another drummer and uh, or uh, another guitar player or 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 whatnot. So so it's it's that's when we you found out later that. Uh, it's the production that, that was the most valuable thing. He didn't care about the players. He didn't care about uh, keeping it real with all the four original players. And, and, and so he, he, his job was to get the job done and to release this album for, to, to, his, to the best of his abilities. And so that's why, uh, like, for instance, uh, a guy named Dick Wagner, he plays the guitar. And Dick Wagner he, he used to play, um, I think, he, uh, uh, in Alice Cooper and doing um, stuff for 
he's a studio musician, so he did some stuff there too. And uh, Bob Kulik is playing piano, and and so it was a whole different ball game from from those early albums where where they actually just went into the studio, the four of them, and recorded it, and had the songs, and and uh, and because they had to go on tour constantly during like 74, 75. Uh, so that's why when, when Baba Esring came into, into the picture. And that's why, th- this is a funny story, that's why they didn't like Destroyer themselves. Mm. Yeah. Kiss didn't like the album at all when they heard it, when, when it was finished. They said, it, it's, it's not us, it's some, something completely different. It wasn't until the the uh, the album broke with Beth uh, as as the single because because people are, are um, the radio station changed uh, and, and started playing uh, the B side which was Beth and the whole thing went went haywire and uh, it, it became a sort of like a momentum for the band but it, it took some time. And all of a sudden, uh, they go, yeah, well, it's the, like the best thing we ever done. So from, from, that, <laughs> from that day when everything, they went into the billboards or, or, or the, 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 the top, top lists and, and, and everything went smoothly as Bob Airstream thought it would be, uh, they say, well, it's, it's, um, it was meant to happen like this. But it actually didn't because they hated it. From the get-go, they hated it because he was he was he was like like a, a, a Hitler, if you will, in the studio. That's what I heard. Mm. So, but 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 yeah, he I sounds heard, like kind of a dick. Yeah, I I don't know about that, but he he's sort of, he he's he's a different guy when when it comes to to producing uh, albums like this. So, uh, um, but it's it's funny because. Uh, only the year after it, they uh, every other album they released, it, it's gonna be the new destroyer. So what's what's your uh, even 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 when the elder they, they did with Bob Esmeralda, so hey, it's a new destroyer, and another one is gonna sound somewhat <laughs> like destroyer. Well, you go uh, listen to it, it's it's gonna be uh, so in the they released like like uh, uh, the animal eyes and the uh, uh, asylum and, and 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 so forth crazy nights it's going to be the new destroyer and, and nothing has ever <laughs> sounded like destroyer after that so it, it's it's pretty funny but but it's um but it's i mean they should be proud cuz it's it's a great album and and they they did some some uh, tremendous songs on it and and um and uh, it's it's a good one. I I tend to go to it uh, a lot. I I play at least uh, twenty or thirty times a year. So so it, it's um it's not that much uh, as I do with Kiss Alive because that's my go-to record when it comes to Kiss. So uh, that so is is Destroyer like number two? Kiss Alive's number one. Is this like um, number two? Yeah, yeah. Cause cause I I. I dig live albums. I don't know why, because I, because I, I love Kiss Alive. So com- compi- combined all those uh, songs, you got the most of them f- from the early days, and then you got Destroyer and Rock and Roll Over. So it's it's a tie, uh, but but I tend to go to Destroyer more. Destroyer and Love Gun, 
Uh, those mm. are my my uh, favorite albums from from the late 70s if you will so favorite songs on destroyer <clears throat> well let me see uh, i have to go with uh, flaming youth uh, okay. S- sweet pain uh, gather thunder but but that's right right now uh, oh it depends on your mood so yeah the- to, to, tomorrow oh. it's it's completely different <laughs> <laughs> But isn't that the way, though, man? It's like, okay. There are some albums, though, that are like, no matter what your mood is, it's like, okay, yeah, these songs are the the ones forever and ever. Yeah. But sometimes it really does depend on the mood. Yeah. But I'm I'm also, uh, you got to know this about me if you, if you already, uh, if you don't already, but, but I'm, I'm the one I I collect uh, weird stuff. Uh, and I, I got some demos uh, from from that period in time where, Ooh. for instance, you got because um, uh, um, they they went on. Both Paul and Gene were sort of like competitive, and 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 Gene had told uh, Paul, "Well, you couldn't write uh, stuff that I write with Gark, and because I'm Gene Simmons." And, oh yeah, you just wait and see. So he come came up with uh, God of Thunder. That's his song. He 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 did that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paul Stanley wrote "God of Thunder." Well, here you go. You can see I can write stuff like you do, and and so I got an early demo with uh, actually um, uh, G.R. Smalling, who was their uh, original uh, um, tour manager. He he he's a drummer also, so he he plays on a couple of demos, and he he plays on "God of Thunder" with Paul on vocals. Wow. And it's it's sort of like a, a disco beat to it. It's it's really <laughs> fast, where where Paul sings in his his special voice, and and there are some other songs that you're small in place too. But um, uh, but so which like, version's better? Well, the of course, or the Gene's. demo. No, no, it's Jeans, of course. Gene. Yeah, because when Barbarian heard uh, their li- lyrics to God of Thunder. Uh, he said, "Well, the, uh, it's it's jeans, but I wrote it," said, said Paul. But but it has to go with Gene. I'm the Lord of the Wasteland. Come on, of course it's Gene. I can't imagine that song with anybody else but Gene. No, that no, song. no, no, no. But it's but it, it's 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 a really good demo. So so if you haven't listened to it, I'm gonna send it over so that you can you can. Yeah, I gotta I gotta find that. that. That'd be interesting yes. to listen to. Yes. It is. Hmm. Any other, like what other songs were on that? Demo? Was it like a, like a three, four, five song demo or what was, what else? Yeah. Was on it? Yeah. It's, uh, uh, unreleased songs. Uh, 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 one song called, uh, don't you hesitate. Uh, it's, um, it's sort of like an upbeat, uh, song, uh, also. And uh, you got, uh, a, a song that I, I dig with Gene called Mad Dog. It's a really slow 70s. Uh, I think it's a, it's a bluesy feel to it. It's, it's really good. I, I, I love it. It's, it's in a, a box set that they released uh, like some 20 years ago, I think. Oh, wow. The Kiss box sets. I, I, I think you, you can hear some of the songs on, on, on Spotify because I know that the, the box set is out there. And I'm going to have to go check that out. Yeah, do it because it's really cool. Definitely. So what's your favorite uh, songs from, from this uh, album? 
Oh, it's got to be Detroit Rock City, um, God of Thunder that we were just talking about. God of Thunder, yeah. I do, I love that song. And uh, shout it out loud. Yeah. That's so those those would be my choices, and and actually those the, it doesn't matter what my mood is. Those are the ones that that I like. Um, I always skip over Beth. That's one of those songs that I'm just like, <laughs> screw this. We're done. We're not going to hear that. I heard that enough back in the day. Don't need to hear it now. That is the great thing about owning music is that you can skip the shitty songs. <laughs> well, there you go. You know, you, unlike the radio, you don't have to worry about yeah. listening to all those crappy songs. You go, you buy the record, and when Beth comes on, you can just skip right over it. Oh, my God. It's so funny. Uh, Beth. I hear you call. It really sucked about cassette tapes because it wasn't so hard. It wasn't so easy to skip over. No, no, um, no. You had to like hit fast forward. Oh, no, not far enough. Okay. Records, you could just, you could tell where the next song was. Yeah. CDs, I, you could just hit yeah. the skip button. Yeah. I actually remember uh, a friend of mine, uh, he got uh, Destroyer on the cassette tape. And uh, when Beth came, he he, uh, he ran out over to, to the boom box and, and, and turned, turned the volume down. <laughs> <laughs> I hate this fucking song. Why, oh why did he do that? Well, <laughs> who knows? But it, it went well. Oh, so, so did I contain myself? In this episode, you did. You did. Yeah. You did. Now you, you mentioned Bob Kulick playing on the yeah. um, on the record. Now you yeah. actually got to meet him in Vegas on that same trip yeah. we were talking about earlier. Did yeah. you guys talk about him playing on that record at all, and what his thoughts were, uh, kind of with that and working with um, Bob? Not that much, but but he he told me that um, uh, he was uh, involved in some other projects too and we talked about uh uh kiss alive the second one um uh and he he because he he played on on because you got three uh sides to the record a b and c and and the d it's it's a studio recordings uh new new songs brand new songs mm -hmm. and he plays on on uh, on on those so I asked him about that and how that went, and and uh, it was he was he's, he was really cool about it. So and and uh, and it was so much fun just to to meet him and say hi and take a picture and and uh, he, he was a really nice guy. Um, I uh, I don't know these days there is something going on there, but uh, that's a completely different ball game. You have to Google that shit. <laughs> but. Um, <laughs> But uh, <laughs> we won't go down that road. In no, this no, 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 no. There is something going on there. But but he was he was a nice guy uh, when I met him, and uh, we had a good time. And um, uh, yeah, well, that's about it. Yeah. Well, there you go. There yes. you go. Any yes. any other words? Any last things to say about? Destroyer? Yeah, I'm. Yeah, there is so much. I'm, 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 I'm grasping uh, my share right now because I have to contain myself because there is so much stuff that I want to tell. But it's um, if you haven't listened to uh, any of the the the, uh, the early Kiss stuff, you you need to go there and and check out the live albums and 
if you haven't got uh, a destroyer on vinyl go out and buy it it's uh it's a great album with a cool cover art uh, and uh, and you should experience it on vinyl on vinyl of course music is always yes. best on yes. vinyl all right well with that i think it's time to bid everybody farewell and we'll see you guys next week later later this has been sounds on vinyl hosted by mike svensson and phil boyer subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen and follow at sounds on vinyl on instagram sounds on vinyl is produced by boozehound productions music by grand reserva Visit soundsonvinyl.com for official merch and stuff you won't find anywhere else.